What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What's up, guys? Hope you're doing well today. Cloud with you here on another episode. Let's go ahead and dig in. We're in Acts chapter 11. Really quickly, some context to set that up. Jesus raised from the dead. Then he he give, gave the Great Commission to, to go preach to all nations, right? So the Gentiles. So that's kind of the the context where we're in, this kind of pivotal moment in church history where, of course, Jesus is Jewish and he's you know, the nation of Israel's Messiah, but also more than that, he was a blessing to the nations. He's the Messiah. He's the Christ. He's the savior of the world. So he commands them to go out into the nations. Now that is kind of slowly happening, but not really here in this part of Acts. Uh, of course, we had Peter uh, preaching to uh, Cornelius, but really, as far as we can tell, as it's recorded here in Acts, uh, so far, you know, up to this point, no one, there had been no real strategic, you know, intentional effort to preach the gospel to the Gentiles, right? There had been the Samaritans, but not this, this uh, expansion, you know, we say at New Vision across the street and around the world, right? They didn't have that slogan around the world just quite yet. It's just starting to take shape. And actually the verse that we saw yesterday prior to the verse I've got today, just a little context, verse 18 says, you know, they're, they're surprised, right? The whole Peter Cornelius thing has happened. And then so the the response, they say, quote, so then even the Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life, right? Oh, and the Gentiles too. Okay. Like, so that's the context. And now we're going to read a little bit more. Uh, this section is massive in Christian history. I mean, like y'all know I'm a history nerd. I can watch documentaries all day long. I accept. I'm a nerd, right? Maybe some of you are like that too. You love history. Well, this is like an awesome documentary about church history, and we're going to see that today. Why is this such a pivotal moment in church history? Well, it's when the, the Jews who are believing in Jesus, they very first start to be called Christians, right? That's when we first see this word Christian, which we're all known as today. We see that in this text that's recording that part in history. Let's dig in. Acts chapter 11, I've got verses 19 through 30 out of the ESV. Now those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews. But there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch spoke to the Hellenists also, preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. The report of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he came and he saw the grace of God, he was glad, and he exhorted them to remain faithful to the Lord with steadfast purpose. For he was a good man full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great many people were added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year, they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. Now in these days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. And one of them, named Agabus, stood up and foretold by the Spirit that there would be a great famine all over the world. This took place in the days of Claudius. 
So the disciples determined everyone according to his ability to send relief to the brothers living in Judea. And they did, sending it to others by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. And so that's the end of this section today. So this big pivotal moment, the very first part, verse 19, it's like they're being spread out. So the first point I wrote in my notes is that persecution fuels the spread of the gospel. We'll see that over and over in the book of Acts. That's just part of our history, you know, and I, part of me is like, I hate to say that because perse- who wants persecution, right? But God seems to, he tends to use it. I mean, like pretty profoundly, it tends to be the norm in Acts. Now, persecution doesn't have to be the only reason that the the gospel spreads, right? We don't have to have persecution in order to be faithful to the Great Commission. But, I mean, like it or not, persecution tends to fuel the spread of the gospel. That's just the way it is. I mean, we see that in, in Acts over and over again. We see that in church history over and over again, just... When people get wrung out, God comes and he shows himself up and the gospel spreads. It's kind of counterintuitive to uh, the world. The persecution wants to shut it up, but all they do is end up making it spread even further. And so that's the first point is this point in history. It's so pivotal, but what's going on here? Well, persecution is what's been fueling that spread of the gospel. Persecution fuels the spread of the gospel, but we can still be faithful to preach the gospel. And that's what we also see in verse 20. And so the second thing I wrote in my notes is that preaching the gospel to different types of people doesn't come naturally. It just doesn't. I mean, we see them debate this over and over again, right? Should we preach to the the Samaritans or to the Gentiles? Like they're different than us, right? It's not natural. You know, people are spreading the gospel and spreading the love of Jesus, but then it's like, oh, okay, a Samaritan, and then, okay, I'll go to Cornelius, right? But now it's like you have some of these converted Hellenistic uh, Jewish Christians. I know that's a mouthful, but, like, these are the Jews that we saw earlier in Acts who uh, who spoke Greek. They're Hellenists, right? They're kind of the outsider Jews of the dispersion, basically. Uh, they're the cultural Jewish people, you know, but they speak Greek. So that they start hearing the gospel. Well, now they're going, these Hellenistic uh, converted Jews who are now Christians, you know, Hellenistic Jewish Christians are now going and preaching to other Hellenists. And I was reading some commentaries that that word can also be used interchangeably just to refer to Greek speaking Gentiles, right? So you have these kind of who are the outsiders, and now they're getting some outsiders, and then they're going to get some outsiders, and it keeps spreading in that big circle. The sphere of influence grows and grows and grows, and so that's not natural, right? God has to be in that, and we have to strive to go against what's natural to us because of the Great Commission and the supernatural power we have in us. Verse 20, there were some of them, so these people are getting dispersed. There were some of them men of Cyprus and Cyrene, so these are Hellenists, Greek-speaking Jewish Christians, who on coming to Antioch, but on their coming to Antioch, they spoke to the Hellenists, other Gentiles, also preaching the Lord Jesus. So what's going on here is you had the center of Christianity was the church in Jerusalem, but after all this persecution, well, now Antioch's kind of the center, uh, the the capital of Christianity, so as it were. And, And Antioch was a crazy metropolitan, like you had... Jewish people, Arabs, like Asians, Egyptians, all sorts of crazy. It was a metropolitan and, you know, industrial center, trade hub, all that kind of stuff. And so the limelight, like the focus of, you know, the Christian church had been Jerusalem, 
but now it's shifting toward Antioch and Antioch's really that, you know, first missional across the street, around the world, we say around the world type of church. I mean, that's, it's modeled after that. It's very formation is from Hellenistic Jewish Christians preaching to other Gentiles. Uh, and so it's missional in nature just from its very birth. So preaching the gospel to different types of people doesn't come naturally. Uh, and then the third thing I wrote was, but God is with us when we engage with people. He's with us when we engage with people. Yeah, it doesn't come naturally, but when we engage with people, God is in that. Verse 21 says, And the hand of the Lord was with them. The hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. So, all these things, right? We've talked about how this is a huge, pivotal moment in Christian history. It's when we started to be known by the name Christian because it was missional. It was missional focus. This church was born out of missional activity, and then it kept doing that by reaching other people. All these things, right? That persecution spreads the gospel, but we can still be on mission without persecution, engaging with people, preaching to different types of people, even though that's not natural. All of those things, right? Loving God, loving people in light of the crucified and resurrected Christ, right? Despite persecution, is how we became known as Christians. Loving God, loving people in light of the crucified and resurrected Christ, right? The whole gospel, loving God and loving people despite persecution is how we became known as Christians. And so the takeaway for you today is, I hope you will live up to that name today in your sphere of influence, whatever that looks like. I hope you live up to the name Christian today. And may God be with us as we do that. I'm going to pray. Father, thank you for everybody listening to this podcast. Thank you for this story. Thank you for this huge moment in history. And maybe never lose sight of that, that we'd be missional, that we'd be always focused on you and then loving other people. Thank you, Jesus, for dying and raising from the dead to give us hope. And as we spread that to the world, we pray that you would continue to go with us. And Holy Spirit, would you empower us and encourage us to be on this mission for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.